Hi, I'm Simon Drew, and you're listening to the Practical Stoic Podcast. If you'd like to find more episodes of the show, as well as articles and information about my one-on-one alignment coaching, then you can head to my website. It's simonjedrew.com. If you do have the means to support the show, then I'd love to see you in my Patreon community. Just go to patreon.com forward slash simonjedrew, where you'll also get access to over 240 episodes recorded before 2020. But for now, enjoy the show. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Practical Stoic Podcast. And today, continuing in our discussion about some of the wisdom of Miles Davis in the way that he lived his life and anecdotes and quotes from him, I wanted to discuss the way that we kind of face the mistakes that we make in our lives, the way that we reframe mistakes that we make in our lives. Uh, you know, the way that we kind of face those moments where we know that things haven't turned out quite how we might have liked them to turn out. And Miles Davis had some real hardcore wisdom on matters such as these. Uh, He really was a master at turning the mistakes uh, that might have been even perceived as mistakes into masterpieces, as the title of this, uh, this episode suggests. So I want to tell you, uh, I want to read a quote to you from Miles Davis from one of his interviews. It was a very, very interesting moment. Uh, so he's in an interview in 1987 and the uh, he's basically sitting there drawing with vivid colors. Uh, and, you know, the interview asks a question about what he does when he makes a wrong line in his drawing. Uh, and if that's anything like music when he's playing music. And in his usual raspy voice, Miles responds by saying, The line isn't wrong until you've put the next one down. Music is the same way. You don't make bad notes. The note next to the one that you think is bad corrects the one in front. The only way you can do that is by experience. The only way you can fix the line that you don't mean to draw is to draw every day. So... We can get so much wisdom, so much value from that one quote from Miles Davis in that interview. Uh, and, and that can tell us so much about the way that he thought about music, about life, about art. Uh, and we can really transfer that wisdom over into our own lives. Uh, you know, because for Miles, it, it was, it, 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 he didn't see mistakes like everybody else saw mistakes. You know, so to the interviewer who's watching him, you know, do this drawing uh, and, you know, thinking, oh, what if he goes out of out of where he wants to, to be? You know, what if he what if he makes an incorrect line? Um, Miles wasn't thinking that he was letting something flow through him and he was reacting in real time to what was happening on the page. And if he felt as though something uh uh, might have not necessarily been the direction he wanted to go. He knew that he could fix that by the next line that he put down. And I don't even know if he would have framed it as fixing it because um, he just had that kind of process about his art and that kind of process around what it means to actually make a mistake. And, you know, the other thing that we can really learn uh, from, from that, that passage there is, is that it comes from experience, you know. So, so, so the first very important lesson is 
it's not the thing that's in front of you now that's a mistake. The mistake is what you might do next, (laughs) essentially. You know, it's like, how are you going to deal with the thing that you are perceiving to be a mistake? That's going to be the thing that really makes all the difference. And the second important thing is you only get good at that by practice, practice, practice. And, you know, I think about how this does relate to uh, the philosophy of Stoicism. One of the core tenets of this philosophy is that we need to change our perceptions around the way that we face the realities of life. You know, when Miles Davis was doing that that drawing, you know, or when he's playing his music, uh, you know, the mistake isn't the thing that's in front of you right now. The mistake is what you're going to do about something that doesn't go the way you might have planned. Right. And that's the exact same idea that we talk about when we say, well, you know, you face life uh, on life's terms. You love your fate. You know, you deal with your fate. Whatever's in front of you right now, you might not be able to do anything about the fact that that thing is in front of you right now. But what you can do something about is you can change your perception. You know, you can change the way that you deal with the situation. So, for example, you know, Uh, you go into a job interview and you didn't prepare how you could have, you know, you, you probably didn't put together your resources correctly. You didn't uh, prepare what you were going to say effectively. And you go in there and you really don't put your best foot forward. Uh, And as a result, you don't get the job. Now you can choose to ruminate over and to beat yourself up over the fact that you didn't prepare how you should have, Or you can change your perceptions around the situation and say, this was only a mistake in relation to what I'm going to do next. Because if you spend too too much time ruminating and if you spend too much time focusing on that mistake, that's taking away from time that you could have spent preparing for the next interview or preparing your resources or preparing what you're going to say in your next job interview or looking for another job interview. You know, that's going to take away time from what you could be doing to make the mistake that you're perceiving into something that actually teaches you a valuable lesson. And I would argue that if you learn a valuable lesson and if you change your behavior as a result of learning that beha- that, that valuable lesson, then it's not necessarily a mistake. It's, it's a good lesson in your life that has taught you something very important and you can carry that forward and be a better person because of it. And that's the wisdom in this kind of philosophy that we see in Stoicism in the idea of love your fate, you know, uh, turn your poison into pleasure, turn your, you know, your, your, your bad situations in life into, into good situations by loving what you have in front of you. And, and, you know, this philosophy that Miles Davis espouses, which is, you know, the mistake is only in relation to what you're going to draw next or play next. And uh, Herbie Hancock, the amazing pianist, uh, who I you have to go check him out if you haven't ever heard of him because he's absolutely brilliant, uh, revolutionary. Um, but he, he tells a wonderful story of the time when he was playing in the Miles Davis uh, quintet, I believe it was, or sextet. Um and he actually gives a perfect anecdote of how Miles Davis uh, really embodied this kind of way of looking at mistakes. So he says, right in the middle of Miles' solo, I played the wrong chord, a chord that just sounded completely wrong. And Miles paused for a second, 
and then he played some notes that made my chord right, which astounded me. I couldn't believe what I'd heard. Miles was able to make something that was wrong into something that was right with the choice of notes that he played and the feeling that he had. What I realize now is that Miles didn't hear it as a mistake. He heard it as something that happened, just an event. And so that was part of the reality of what was happening at that moment, and he dealt with it. Since he didn't hear it as a mistake, he felt that it was his responsibility to find something that he felt fit, and he was able to do that. That taught me a very big lesson, not only about music, but about life. We can look forward, uh, sorry, we can look for the world to be as we would like it to be as individuals, you know, make it easier for me, that idea. But I think that the important idea is that we grow. And the only way we can grow is if we have a mind that is open enough to accept and to be able to experience situations as they are and turn them into medicine, turn poison into medicine. Take whatever situation you have and make something constructive with it, end quote. You know, I I think that that passage right there from Herbie Hancock really does uh, such a good job of of describing the kind of attitude that Miles had towards mistakes. And I think that it's interesting that he points out that Miles didn't hear the mistake that uh, Herbie made on the piano as a mistake. He just... He just saw it as something that was happening in that moment, a part of the reality of what was happening now. And therefore, it was his responsibility as a musician, as an artist, not to act as if, well, that was a mistake and to, you know, make a big deal out of it, but to actually take what happened and transform it into something that was right, transform what was wrong into something that was right. And that kind of goes really back into the ideas that I was discussing last week in the episode where I talked about Miles Davis and the conception of the Logos. You know, it's this idea that if you place the Logos or universal reason or uh, the ordering principle that turns chaos into order, that turns, uh, you know, what has been passed into what is going to be in the future, that transforms your life, if you put that principle at the height of the priorities in your life, if you choose to listen to that, then whatever happens in your life, you're going to be able to, as Herbie said, turn the poison into medicine. Because you'll be facing life not in, you know, how can I avoid all of the crap that's going to happen in my life? Because you can't. And things are going to happen that you won't want to happen. And things are going to happen that that go against... Uh, your desires and so that's not a part of the reality of life but what is a part of the reality of life is that you can change the perceptions that you face life with you can change the view the frame with which you view your life so that things don't necessarily look like mistakes but they look like opportunities to transform what is into what could be and that's an unbelievably powerful lesson. I think that that anecdote of Miles Davis playing the right notes that make the wrong chords sound right is one of the best analogies that you can take forward into your life and say, what are the things in my life that to me, they seem wrong. They seem like they're a bit 
out of the caudal structure of my life, you know, they seem a little bit dissonant. And what can I do? How can I change my perspective? How can I change my actions? How can I change what I do as a person in order to turn that into something that works for me? In order to learn something, in order to get something from life, You know, I think of that quote from Jim Rohn. He said, don't get through the day, get from the day. That's a brilliant idea. And, you know, think about it, how it pertains to your life. Don't get through your life. Don't just face your life as if it's something that you have to just trudge your way through, navigating through all of these crap situations. Yes, we go through a lot of pain. Yes, a lot of bad things happen to really good people. Uh, yes, there's a lot of struggle, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety out there in our societies at the moment. But but man, see what you can do to get from your life, not just get through your life. And one of the best ways that you can do that is focusing on these ideas of a more fatty, love your fate, change the way that you look at your life, uh, Follow the Logos, the, the ordering principle that transforms what is into what could be. You know, change your perceptions about what it means to actually make a mistake. A mistake is only the thing that you do in relation to the thing that you find dissonant in your life in front of you right now. You know, it's the line that you draw after the line that is perceived as a mistake. So, and just consider how... You know, I think that when we have these kinds of conversations, it's it's easy to, because it's something that we all kind of innately realize that we can do. We all innately realize that we can transform things in our life from where they are now into what they could be. And we can, we can take steps towards making that happen. But I think that it's really important that we also take a moment when we're talking about these ideas just to recognize how absolutely insanely incredible it is that we actually can do that i mean it's magical it's it's absolutely magical that we can change the way that we perceive the situations in our life in order to get from them in order to learn from them in order to grow out of them in order to transform them into into something that is that is you know, even if it's not beautiful, at least it's not as bad as what it could have been if we had have just ruminated over it. So I think that that's absolutely magical. I think that humans are just incredible creatures and the fact that we are able to do that is is something worth thinking about. So that's the lesson that I want to give from, from Miles today is transforming your mistakes into masterpieces. Uh, Really have a think about how these things pertain to your life and these situations that you find unsavory in your life at the moment. And I know that with the pandemic, with everything that's going on around the world, uh, you know, we're we're in no shortage of finding those situations that don't necessarily conform with what we would have wanted to happen. So uh, now more than ever, we need this kind of idea. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope it's been useful to you and you know, something that I forget to say often, but is very important is this episode is absolutely worthless unless you absolutely implement it into your life. So uh, go out there and do that, please. And uh, that would mean a lot to me. So uh, enjoy and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practical Stoic Podcast. 
If you'd like to sign up for email updates, join my Patreon meetup groups that we hold weekly, or if you'd like to offer feedback or suggestions for future guests or topics on the show, then you can head to simonjedrew.com. There you'll also find information about how we can work one-on-one together with my alignment coaching, based around the philosophical principles found in Stoicism. Finally, if you are on Facebook, then I'd love to see you in our group, The Practical Stoic Mastermind. But hey, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to you next time.